From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Yesterday, police provided details about the case involving a 20-year-old man accused of sexually assaulting a 2-year-old girl near Cleveland. ONN's Danielle Wiggins reports. 20-year-old Connor Matthew Walker is charged with one count of felony rape and three counts of gross sexual imposition, all felonies. The victim is a two-year-old girl who is now three. Police shared limited details saying Walker, who has a Rocky River address, was staying part-time with a family friend who operates an in-home daycare in Parma Heights. The two-year-old was enrolled in that daycare. According to court records, Walker recorded and took photos of the assault. Police are are working to determine if there are more victims in this case than Parma Heights, Danielle Wiggins. There's more information after the body of a Tennessee woman was found in a ditch last week just east of Marion. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. Officials say 40-year-old Darcy Hooper was from South Fulton, Tennessee. It's still unclear, though, why her body was found partially decomposed in a ditch last Friday. Investigators have not been able to determine whether the woman was the victim of foul play, but they hope autopsy results expected this week will give them some answers. I'm Angela Ann. The name of an Ohio billionaire who hired Jeffrey Epstein to be his financial advisor and business manager has come up in a release of documents. ONN's Andrew Kinsey in Columbus has more. A sex trafficking victim claims that L Brands founder, a New Albany native, Les Wexner, had sex with her multiple times. In new court documents from the Jeffrey Epstein case, a victim claimed during a deposition that between 1999 and 2002, she had sex with Wexner more than three times. She said Ghislaine Maxwell set up those encounters. Wexner has said in the past that he had no knowledge of Epstein's sex trafficking scheme until police found out. I'm Andrew Kinsey. An alleged altercation at a middle school southeast of Cleveland is making news. ONN's Dave Chadowski has the story. Two wrestling coaches at Solon Middle School have resigned after allegations of assault. Rob Farley was arrested last week after what school officials described as an altercation with the student. The student says Farley called him a derogatory name and pushed his head against the wall. Farley has pleaded not guilty to one charge of assault. An assistant coach has also resigned. I'm Dave Chadowski. A federal judge yesterday granted a temporary restraining order against Ohio's Social Media Parental Notification Act. More from ONN's Jeff Smith in Toledo. The law was set to go into effect next week. It would have required companies to get parental or legal guardian consent for children under the age of 16 to be on their site. Companies also would have had to send a confirmation of the consent to the parent or guardian. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine released a statement reading in part, I supported the act because parents should have a role in their children's social media use. He went on to say he's disappointed in the injunction and hopes it is soon lifted. I'm Jeff Smith. In Akron, Summit County Prosecutor Sherry Bevan Walsh has announced her retirement. More from ONN's Stephanie Haney in Cleveland. In a release from the prosecutor's office, 3 News has learned that Walsh will have heart surgery later this month to deal with the effects of heart failure after she contracted COVID-19. She'll retire February 16th, and the Summit County Democratic Party Precinct Committee will vote on a new county prosecutor to finish out the current term, which ends January 5th of 2025. Walsh was elected in 2000 and has served six consecutive terms as county prosecutor. That makes her the longest-serving prosecutor in Summit County history. I'm Stephanie Haney.
U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is being treated for cancer, and the White House says nobody knew about it. That has some Republican senators speaking out, as ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. One of those is Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. It's a little crazy that we effectively lost track of arguably the second most important person in the government, uh, which is the Secretary of Defense. So I think it reflects really poorly on the White House. It reflects very poorly on the leadership of the Department of Defense. And if this isn't cause for resignation and actually finding somebody who can do the job, I don't know what is. President Biden says he has full confidence in Austin, and the White House says there are no plans for him to step down. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ice coverage on Lake Erie sits at zero percent, according to the Great Lakes Environmental Research Laboratory. ONN's Dave James reports. An unseasonably warm December is to blame. Lake Erie is the shallowest Great Lake and is usually the first to freeze and have the highest percentage of ice cover. Since 1973, only 12 of the 50 years have seen a maximum ice coverage of less than 80 percent. Six of those have been in the last 20 years. Lake Erie reached complete ice cover in 1978, 79, and 96, and was 99.8% covered in 1977. Dave James, Owen and News. And Cleveland's Joe Flacco is tied with Tom Brady for the most career road wins for a quarterback in the NFL playoffs with seven. And he'll be starting for the Browns in Houston Saturday against the Texans in a wildcard game. Flacco was asked what the key is to winning playoff games on the road. I think it just goes back to doing the basics the right way, not overthinking what it means to go on the road, just going and playing a good football game. On the Texans' side, former Buckeye C.J. Stroud will be making his first playoff start. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.